What does it mean to disturb? To not believe in a status quo. To not believe that everything is as is. Having the inherent feeling inside of you that there is more to uncover. That greatness is waiting to be discovered. To disturb, to disturb is to become. It is the understanding that every single day is a chance to exceed the barriers of excellence. Knowing that if you are called to do anything, it is to be iconoclast. To look impossible in the eye and move towards it. No, to run towards it. You are more. You are a disturbance to conventionality, the epitome of greatness, an ambassador of iconoclast. This, this is iconoclast. And I am Chidi Amadi Ahaneku, the head of the Amadi Ahaneku family. Don't just live. Disturb. Sending shoutouts with shoutouts to you. My name is Chidi Amadi Ahaneku, the head of the Amadi Ahaneku clan. And this, this is Iconoclast, the podcast that is tailored for icons. First of all, I'd like to use this public platform to ask for forgiveness from my team. And the reason I am using this public platform is so that when something happens to me, all the icons who are listening to this have proof and know that my team orchestrated it. (laughs) They most probably orchestrated it. But let me tell you the truth. The thing is, we had already set up and recorded an entire episode already and we had also put out and designed the pictures and the art for this particular episode no for the episode that was supposed to be out actually however and this is on me as i record this it is 11 p.m and i'm in the dark And I know that my producer is most definitely going to be very angry because we have to put this out as soon as possible. But I'm recording this and it's 11 p.m. and it's at night. But I just got this beautiful idea that I really wanted to share. I felt like this is what I should actually be talking about instead of, of what I was supposed to be talking about. I don't even know what we're going to title this episode as, but today I just want us to talk. It is really just us talking and my thoughts are all over the place on this, but I hope that I get to really show you what is going on in my mind and clearly at that. So I'm really having a very crazy week. It is a very demanding week mentally and physically because it has a lot of traveling in it. And, and a lot of meetings that I have to attend. But as I was thinking about the podcast and what it means to me, I thought about the very first time I recorded the podcast and my very first episode. In all that, what came to me was how afraid I was and how self-conscious I was about my first episode or starting the podcast altogether. I remember the thoughts that were just going through my mind of, are you sure you're ready? 
are you sure that this is what you're supposed to be doing? Are you sure that it's good enough? I mean, you didn't, I didn't have any equipment at that time. So <laughs> it was a very difficult time for me. And I was in a very difficult position. I had no equipment at all. So the question was always, am I good enough? And is this what I'm supposed to be doing? And am I, am I capable? You know, am I capable enough to pull this off? And I remember what it took from me to shut down that voice. To really just put it at the back of my mind and just continue to push on. It was a difficult, difficult process. But I did it. That is what I want us to talk about. I want us to talk about doing it. You know, I've realized that a lot of us are holding on to ideas. We are holding on to so much potential and so much capacity to change the world. And all because we are afraid. We're afraid of the things people will say. We're afraid of the embarrassment that comes with failing. And that is the reason we are not doing it. And the thing is, we always have good excuses to justify it. I always say this, that the thing with intelligent individuals is that they will always find intelligent justifications for not doing stuff. So let me tell you a story. There's a time, I think it was last year, around towards the end of the year, and I met this lady. We used to go to high school together, and she found me in class one time, and we were speaking. We were just talking about a lot, a lot of stuff. She told me that she had an idea, but she didn't have enough capital. She didn't have time, and it really was just not the right time because she's not where she wants to be in order to start what she wanted to start. And I totally understood. I listened to her. I nodded. I agreed. I supported. Then when she was done, I took my phone quietly. I took my phone. I went on Google and I searched symmetry. And I know. <laughs> I also thought that at that time, that was maybe a little too dramatic. But what I did was I opened my phone and I showed her pictures of a symmetry. I told her that here lies dreams and ideas of the people who didn't have enough time, the people who thought it was not the right time to do what they wanted to do or the people who were afraid to just stand up and do it. And these people lived their entire lives holding on to these ideas, these ideas that could have changed the world, that could have changed their lives, their families' lives, or even every other generation that comes after them. And these people took that idea 
and they went to the grave with it. And I asked her, is this where your idea is going to land as well? I know it was very dramatic. But not even a week later, she found, she found me. And she told me, hey, actually, I registered the business. She told me that that one night, she registered the business. She created the logo. She created the Instagram profile. And she started pushing it. She started thinking about the ideas of how to grow it. And right now, the entire project is up and running and it is doing well. It's beautiful. <laughs> I look at it all the time and I thank God. Because it's such a beautiful thing. But she, she did it. You know, I always tell this to people that I think that God has blessed me with the chance of meeting many people who are going towards their death or who are on their deathbeds. Many of them regret a lot about how they lived their lives from how they treated the people they loved to the things that they did, how they acted in certain situations. And it makes sense. But this one prevalent regret that I've heard is the regret of the things that they did not do. And that always gets me thinking. Because the things they said, and I remember one told me that, hey man, I really could have been a great saxophone player. I was just afraid of what people would think. The other told me, I've always wanted to write a book. And he was a great writer and he, he is, a, oh, he, he actually passed on. <sighs> May he rest in peace. But he said that he almost became an author. He just didn't have the right, it was just didn't feel like the right thing to do. And he didn't have time for it. It wasn't the right time. Now think about it. Go to your phone and search symmetry. And look at it. I know this is a very weird thing to do, but just look at it. You know, sometimes it really feels like such a distant concept, a distant idea, but if you really think about it, it is not. We are holding on to ideas. We are holding on to things that are very scary. And that's the thing. Top of the year, I made goals. And from that time, I looked at my goals and I, I was very afraid. I was genuinely afraid of the things that I put out because they seemed so big. And I believe in that. I believe that if your goals do not surpass your capacity, your current capacity, then you are not setting the right goals. Because is it really goals if they don't push you to extend or to expand your capacity? So I definitely believe in that. And I looked at my goals and I thought, wow, how am I going to do it? Then recently I pivoted. 
So all of my goals, all of my previous goals became obsolete because that, that just wasn't the place that I was going anymore. And now when I pivoted and I started everything from scratch and I set new goals, I had to have goals that are much bigger because I'm growing and I'm pivoting. So I had to make, I had to set up goals that are so much bigger. And to this day, <laughs> I look at that list of goals and I go, what the hell am I doing? And how am I going to achieve all of this? And some of the things I have to get done by literally next week. So I was always afraid. I was always doubting my ability. And I had dreams from when I was a very young boy that I'm only pursuing right now because I'm understanding that life is very short and there's so much to get, there's so much to achieve. And the little dreams, the ideas that you want to implement, go ahead and implement them. You want to start a business, but you're afraid that it will fail? <laughs> so what if it fails? Yes, you're going to invest everything you have and then probably will fail. Then you know what? Start another business. Then that will fail as well or might fail as well. That's fine. Start another business. Now, in the third business, you'll be so equipped and so knowledgeable about running a business that the third business will not fail. It will not have any other choice but to succeed because you have learned, you have accumulated wealth, you have accumulated a wealth of knowledge. And the only way to succeed for the third time is to accumulate and do it. Do what you want to do. You don't. I've met a lot of people who are really not taking the time to do the things that they always wanted to do. The dreams that they've always had, but it's never the right time. That's what I want to tell you. It is never the right time. You have to create the right time. I was telling someone not so long ago that I believe that I'm outside of time that I exist outside of time. And yes, we debated the validity of that statement, but also the, the implications of, of, of having such a thought. But my point is this. It will never be the right time. And if that's your excuse, you are sleeping on yourself. So let go of whatever is holding you back. Whatever is scaring you so much, if it is the fear that people are going to judge you, come on. People are going to judge you anyways. But you just have to do it. And you just have to experience it. And sometimes, maybe, sometimes it's really not just about the, the success of it. Maybe it's just about doing it. So that at the end of, their life, of your life, you can look back. And you can look at everything that you've done. You can say, you know what? I did that. I did that. 
that at the end of the day, you did that. And I've come to understand that that weighs so much more. Because sometimes we get too focused on the outcomes that we forget to really excel in the process. But we have to just do it. So if you were looking for a sign to do something, start a new project, to start your own NGO, to record your first song, as if you're a photographer, to just start taking random pictures or approach someone. If you're a speaker, to just start speaking. (laughs) Start influencing. This is your sign to start. To do it all. Just try it. You really have nothing to lose. At the end of the day, we are all going to die. But what is going to be the story that people are going to tell about you? With me, I want the story to be whenever Chidi Amadi Ahaneku went into something, he applied himself and he excelled in it. And I know that right now... (laughs) I am struggling, but I am pushing. And every business idea, I go for it. Strategically, of course, because, yeah, but I do it. Because I don't want to be at a certain point in my life and look back and say, I should have done that. I could have done that. I released the reel on Instagram last week that spoke about, that spoke to content creators about content creation and putting their work out there. What it takes, I was relating to what it takes to actually put out a piece of content into the world. Because the thing is, the pursuit of excellence It's so difficult because you are faced with self. And unlike every other pursuit, you always have to look inward to progress. And a lot of things, a lot of other things require you to look outward. So if you have a problem with someone, you look outward and you understand the source of the lack of progression. Right? Because it's easily identifiable. So, contrarily, what happens with the pursuit of excellence and self-development is that you always have to look inward. And now, when you look inward, it is very difficult to identify the issue. So, you don't know the source of why you're not doing what you're supposed to. But most definitely, it is usually a function of fear. But you constantly have to look inward to determine that. And that is a very difficult thing to do. So my point is start and do it. Those little ideas that you've always had, those dreams that seemed so impossible then when you were young, 
are probably very possible now. Your interests pursue them. Do it. Start. Yes, might not seem like the right time. Yes, you might not have time, might have a lot happening. But as this very great professor, very learned professor, great, great individual, his name is um, J. Cole, he says, and I, I'm paraphrasing here, he says, what's worse than death is a regret-filled coffin. And that is very true. A very insightful observation by this professor. But that is very true. What weighs more? The things that the people around you are probably not even going to tell you? The embarrassment of failure? What people think? Or looking back at your life 50 years from now, 40 years from now, and saying, wow, I did that. And when you live and when you leave this earth, people have a story to tell about you. That you lived life to the fullest and you pursued all the dreams and ideas that you had because just because you could do them. And that means so much. That meant so much to you. Is that the story that you want people to tell about you? If so, start today. Make the right time. Make it the right time. But start. And at the end of it all, you're going to look back and say, I did that. And although it doesn't seem like much right now, when you're laying on your deathbed, it means the world. And that is our podcast for this week. I hope that it was insightful and that it really does push you to grow and it does push you to develop. I hope it does. I don't want to say much. Just go ahead and think about it. Think about the things that you have to do, that you have been putting away, putting at the back of your mind because you're afraid or for whatever reason. But go back to them. Make a list of all of them. Determine which you want to start with. And just go at it. Start. And just keep ticking every idea of the list, every dream of the list. But don't stop. Just keep on going. And that is where fulfillment 
and contentment is. So pursue that. And as they say in my Igbo language, Dalu. Thank you.